Welcome to Daybreak with Ted Tibbet and Michael Paul. If you have a comment, you can call us now at 261-0898 or pound 981 on any ceasefire device. Our email is newsradiomornings at gmail.com. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas everywhere you go. I think that's probably an appropriate song on a day like today. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Cold temperatures out there. Good morning, Ted Tibbet, Charles Stooling, and we're joined by our Friday special guest with this show, Gene Valentino. Good morning, Gene. Wish I was making a snowman and uh, building my arsenal of snowballs, but uh, yeah. it's not that. It's not that yet here in Pensacola at forty-two degrees. Uh, you, you've had snow in Pensacola before, though, haven't you? You know, it's funny. I've been here about thirty-five years, and uh, every six to eight years, we get that dusting, and the climate is just right where you'll get a little dusting or powder of snow hit the streets, melts as fast as it as it hits, but it, uh, it, it, it you'd think people would be pulling out their skis to go skiing. Mm. They're so excited about the event. <laughs> yeah. You know, it would be a heat wave in Chicago and people saying what it's like down here, but, you know, we had Miami weather up until uh, before Wednesday of this week, and now it's dropping down. We've been reporting that... Uh, Christmas Day, the forecast is for a high temperature of only 35 here, so that would be probably 40, 45 in Pensacola. It would be interesting. But anyway, Merry Christmas and good morning, Gene. And uh, Michael is recovering from COVID. You know, oh. I, I thought that ugly thing had taken its ugly head and gone back in a hole somewhere. But here we are, a man who's vaccinated, such as Michael is. And what is it now, three years later? And, and was COVID is still around? What? Did Dr. Fauci let us down or what? Well, I think that man is going to have plenty to have to answer for uh, as soon as he retires. Uh, the monies we've spent uh, with this bioweapons lab in uh, Wuhan, which allegedly had nothing to do with the spread of this virus from Wuhan, uh, and making its way worldwide, this this conspiracy that'll be coming out in the year ahead that Fauci was complicit in in the um, in the hiding of information of this virus that has killed over a million people in the United States alone is the most criminal atrocity and um, subversive behavior I've seen in my uh, few years of living. Well, I agree with you, and it is an absolute shame. It's still out there, and it's a shame that it is. It's a shame it ever got here to begin with, but <clears throat> that's another story, I guess. And You know, Gene, as, as I move around the community, and I've been here a pretty good while, and I've got to know you better, you and I have a little bit of a similar background. I grew up in broadcasting. My father was in radio, station owner and manager, and was a nightclub entertainer and got in broadcasting. But your dad was in there the same. He worked for the Mutual Broadcasting System, which I know very well because my father was very close to those people. And I can even remember over the years some of the big people of Mutual coming around, staying at our house, visiting my father. And I always now think back of those days, and I think of you and your dad as well. Yeah, you know, Ted, it's true. We haven't chatted much about it, but um, I remember... um 
my dad having Secretary William Simon, who was the Secretary of the of the Treasury under Richard Nixon, uh, over to his home for dinner. <laughs> okay, so here's uh, the real truth. Uh, I'd have uh, my ponytail pulled back and hair down over my shoulders with my uh, uh, Farmer John uh, overalls on, and uh, my dad nearly had a convulsion when he saw me come to the dinner table dressed like that with such a prominent uh, figure uh, in our home. Uh, let's just say I, uh, I I paid for that one. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, uh, but I had the privilege of learning rather quickly just how exciting it was to be around true patriots and people working hard. Uh, back then, we're talking the late the 60s, post-Vietnam, right into the early 70s, Nixon, Reagan, um, pre-Clinton era. Uh, was loaded with um, people who, yeah, they had political uh, differences of opinion, but boy, everyone got on the same page when it was um, uh, when there was conversation about patriotism and the protection of our democratic republic and America and our borders. It, it, there's a lack of that on the news right now. There's more talk about skirmishes as to whether Pelosi's going to be taking a reporter's question, for God's sake, and um, whether um, we're going to find an excuse to go after Trump again when hidden in plain sight is, as you first mentioned, uh, uh, Anthony Fauci's wrongdoing that has now, it's not um, conjecture, it's now fact that's coming out in reports. The GOP report indicates just recently that COVID origins may have been tied to the China's Wuhan lab. And that, and there was a direct association with the uh, bioweapons uh, activity going on as well. But you're right. You know, the history of this nation has morphed. Uh, 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 and, and we've given up. Uh, a friend of mine has sent me a list of Ten reasons why the Roman Empire fell. And those ten reasons, uh, eight reasons, I won't bore you with right now, but it all centered around the weakening of the administration, the lack of the, the corruption of values, uh, the overexpansion and overspending in the military, a rise of foreign powers basically eroding away our power. And the money we're spending on other people, places, and things that has no coinciding with anything right now with what we're doing here in the United States to protect our border. Wow. Times are changing somewhat. We're talking with Gene Valentino, who is um, on our show every uh, Friday morning at 7.15. And it's a pleasure to be able to talk to you, Gene. We're talking about time going back. Back in the 70s, a gentleman I worked for then, an old friend who's now deceased, Charlie Holt, had several radio stations and a television station. We went to New York and took Governor-elect William Winter and his wife up there. The governor wanted to meet some, uh, some of the news media in the country because we were coming off a governorship of Cliff Finch down here, and it had been kind of rough going, and Mississippi had a bad image. And so we're meeting the top people and uh, the New York Times, ABC, CBS, NBC, and go over some stuff. 
But I remember we had a private lunch with Walter Cronkite and Douglas Edwards. Anybody who knew CBS knew them. And I'm just sitting there kind of in awe. And uh, Charlie Holt says, ask a question, Ted. Do something, you know. And so I asked Walter Cronkite. Jimmy Carter, I think, was governor. And then I said, uh, president. I said, what kind of president is Jimmy Carter? And he looked at me and says, my honest opinion said, I think the man is a good Christian and goes to bed at night and prays to be the best president this country ever has and wakes up and screws up before he gets out of the bedroom. And said, one of his biggest sins, he surrounded himself with idiots. And said, he's getting bad advice on everything. And said, and, you know, a good leader's got to have good people around him. And said, he's got none of them. And I, I think about that today because Jimmy Carter is a good man today, a, a fabulous guy with this you know, Habitat for Humanity stuff, but just a poor leader guy got promoted beyond his capabilities and just hung around and, and put bad people around and gave him bad advice. Yeah, we had 9.1% inflation this past June and July, down down to 7.1%, but uh, it doesn't, it, it pales in comparison to Jimmy Carter's 18, 19% inflation uh, uh, back in, what was it, the uh, 80s, I guess. Yeah, early 80s. Please. You know, it's funny you mentioned about the uh, the Mutual News Broadcast Network. I remember being in the studios at 16th and K Street, downtown Washington, and looking through the wall of glass, where there, and inside there was Jimmy the Greek, oh, the yeah. gambling uh, guy with all his... Um, young ladies ha- hanging off him while he was uh, throwing the odds out on different um, sports events that were, uh, it was a segment on Mutual News at the time. And then in the next studio over was my dad sitting with um, uh, Larry King. The one, Larry King was actually on the Mutual News radio network before he ended up on CNN. And it was that era that really turned me on and said, you know, I think this is something I'd like to do someday in my life is to get back into radio broadcasting. Got it? Got time for a quick story I can give you? I'm ready. Go. So 1974, I'm news director at the college radio station at the University of Connecticut in Storrs, Connecticut. Uh, we were the, the president of the university, uh, uh, Glenn Ferguson, and his wife. His wife was always on a radio morning show, very much like what we do, and we chat about things. The the president's wife. She. We became very good friends, and she invited me over to a dinner at the president's. Uh, I guess you'd call it the mansion or the main house on campus, and um, they had a special guest. So they said, "Wear a jacket and tie." Well, I dusted off one I kept in the closet in my dorm room scooted over to the um, her, their home for dinner, and who's there uh, sitting next to me at the dining room table for dinner is Senator Ted Kennedy. Wow. Uh, it turns out Senator Ted Kennedy was uh, a college uh, fraternity buddy of the president, Glenn Ferguson, and uh, I'm sitting there at the table listening to him talk, and I said, Senator, would you mind it if I just interviewed you briefly? Uh, about a few things. I, I'd love to hear what you have to say. So the senator kind of shrugged his shoulders as if to say, well, it's a college radio station. Where's, where's this going? So yeah, go ahead. He said, yeah, you're welcome to do it. I sprinted over to the station, got my cassette recorder. Never mind cell phones where you're recording everything, right? This was a, 
this was a the old fashioned cassette recorder with a microphone and a cassette tape. And so I said to the senator, I said, Senator, uh, what is your opinion about President Ford's um, exonerating of uh, President Nixon? He had just uh, uh, relieved President Nixon from the threat of being indicted for anything related to the Watergate affair. And so Senator uh, Ted Kennedy goes on and starts to describe the, uh, the story of why uh, his opinion about the matter. As a typical journalist, I said, uh, President Ferguson, would you mind if I excuse myself? I got some work to do and I got to get back to uh, some studies. Well, I, they, they excused me and I sprinted out of the president's home across campus, went straight over to the studio, called my father in Washington, D.C. on Mutual News and said, hey, dad, you won't believe it. I just recorded a five, ten minute interview with Senator Ted Kennedy. You want the information? He says, well, what did you ask him? I said, I wanted to know his opinion on why, um, uh, uh, his opinion on how he felt about President Ford pardoning um, uh, uh, Nixon uh, from any uh, threat of uh, criminal prosecution for his involvement in the Watergate affair. He said, send it down to me. Now, that was the olden days where the old squeegee plug went on yeah. the end of the phone and and you hit the play. They ten minutes later, the the network, the, the local broadcast station, which was a mutual affiliate in Willimantic, Connecticut. I tuned in the station. Dun, 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 dun. This is the Mutual News Broadcasting Network. Gene Valentino reporting. Now, my son, by the same name, just had a conversation with Senator Ted Kennedy in Willem in Stores, Connecticut, at the University of Connecticut asking him about Ford's pardoning of Nixon, and they played it national nationwide. Wow. And all of a sudden, two weeks later, I'm getting a check in my college dorm mailbox for over $2,000. Now, at the time, that was a lot of money. It's a lot of money today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, I'm paid for a semester or something. I, that was totally by surprise, but I was so stunned. And I'm so proud of having been, in a very limited way, associated with my father I on a love news broadcast that went nationwide. Got to get out of here, Gene. This has been fun. We'll have to do this again. Look forward to it. Best to Michael. Oh, Shirley. Thank you very much. Gene Valentino, 730.